0: And the Illuminati know That they're finally primed For world domination
1: And soon you've got black helicopters Coming across the border Puppet masters for the new world order Be aware There's always someone that's watching you And still the government Won't admit they face a whole moon landing Thought control race, psychotronic scanning
0: Because I made this hat from aluminum foil, foil. Where I had this foil lined In
1: case an alien's inclined To probe your butt or read your mind Looks a bit peculiar, peculiar. Seems a little crazy
2: But someday I'll prove, I'll, I'll prove There's a big conspiracy
0: Hello, and welcome to the Pillow Talk
1: Podcast Brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you stay all right, it makes me feel all right, Ooh, right.
0: just feel compelled to run through every conceivable Skype background that you had before yes. you went back to the garden vegetables in your own house? I was just trying to see if, <clears> if <throat> there were any good ones. Vegetables in your house.
1: It's fine. We don't need to look at vegetables.
2: No oh, no, no. Do you? Um, you do you.
1: I think we'll just pretend like I'm in an office. No, we'll just do this. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Hey, guys.
2: Hey. Hello. hey. Did it work?
1: Yeah, it's, I'm I'm up. I had to reinstall the call recorder, but,
2: uh... Jeremy and I were just talking about how awesome it is that he doesn't have a commute to work.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're super happy for you.
2: <laughs> I'm happy for you. I'm happy.
1: We're all happy for you. Are they calling you back anytime soon? No, it
0: doesn't look like it.
2: Did, uh... What, what are you guys' kids doing for, uh... For school we just got the notice that we're all online now.
0: Yeah, we got that too. We yeah. um, we actually didn't have much of a hard time making the decision even before they did that. And I was for yeah. me it was kind of like the the what are the vegas odds that all this is meaningless anyway that they're just gonna start us on, you know start everybody online. But yeah um we my older son um we were gonna do him online anyway uh-huh. and my middle son he like he just didn't adapt to the e-learning stuff very well yeah um and my wife's a teacher, so we just decided, you know what, oh, we're yeah. just going to keep him at home and do that thing this year. And we would have normally sent That's my good. youngest to preschool for the first time this this year, but we're, we're not doing that. So she's, she's basically going to homeschool the two of them, and the older one will do the e-learning stuff, and... I'll sit down here in my office in the, or my office area in the basement and try not to murder everyone by the time the school year is out. <laughs>
2: That's good.
0: Yeah, we uh um, our school district voting tomorrow, whether to do in-person classes
1: or not. But we um we kind of took the bull by the horns a couple weeks ago and just signed him up for the e-learning option anyway, just mm-hmm. to to try to bring some certainty into the situation. I think. Yeah. It's best um, to know what you're getting into. Well, yeah. And um just be able to know like what's going on because my vision for the school year you know a couple of weeks ago was we're going to start school Mm -hmm. school's going to get two two and a half weeks into session before you're going to start seeing covid cases because again we we don't know what school looks like Mm -hmm. in the covid world um and so there's going to be cases and (laughs) the cases already but um and then they're going to start canceling school and then you're going to be struggling and then you're going to try to figure out, oh, well, okay, you're on a pause. This one's going to school, but that one's not. And, um, you know, we're going to let you back in a week. And oh, Well, now it's two weeks. We'll give it five more days. Okay, well, now we're going to – and I was trying to just avoid all of that uncertainty. So it's like, you know what, the school is is really um, pushing their online option this year. So nope. we're just going to do that. They wanted a commitment through January. Um so we did a first quarter commitment on it, and we'll reevaluate in December and see where we're at.
2: And that's probably what the school's going to honestly go to anyway. That's what yeah. ours. Is you know they take it quarter by quarter, and yeah. And then so. the
1: by doing it the way we did it, it's um oh crap, I can't think of what it's called, but there's an actual like online school that they've partnered with.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, those schools are going to clean up.
1: And that, well, and that's just it. And so it's like a set curriculum instead mm-hmm. of we had like my youngest jeremy had the same kind of problem just she did not adapt well to online learning last year mm-hmm. um but i think it was cuz her teacher was just like she'd get on a zoom call twice a week and the teacher was like so what fun stuff did you guys do this weekend and i just wanted to be like nothing we're we're locked in our houses mm-hmm. <laughs> um why don't you teach yeah,
0: sure. If they if they asked that to my middle son, it would have yeah. been I played Minecraft for eighty two hours yeah. yesterday. <laughs> you know, and so it's was like, they'd get on a that's Zoom it, call and she'd read him a, a story. story, and it's like, hey, can we have
1: you talk about math instead? Because mm-hmm. yeah. that would actually like, be much more helpful.
2: Yeah, yeah. Could you read? Yeah, not read. I can the very read her a story. Category. Why don't
0: you explain Common Core math? Well, if she can do that, she's got one up on most people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, she could very true. so. It, we were like, okay, you know what, we're just going to, and then things have just kind of taken a, taken a turn and Indiana's proving what not to do with the kids in school. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see, it, you mentioned that about the, um, some of the, the schools or the, the, the other like companies that are doing that. And I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. What I don't understand about this whole COVID thing is rather than everybody kind of collectively throwing a big hissy fit about because that's what a lot of this is in hopefully none of the listeners are going to get mad at me for being overly screwed they get mad at you but it's it's like it's it's essentially just a big temper tantrum but i don't want to stay home i want to go have fun right well no kidding everybody wants to have fun but what i don't get is from an economic standpoint this should just be like innovation central yeah just rework every business model, rework every economy. I got my haircut for the first time since January the other day, because my wife had a, a connection with somebody who wasn't able to open up her it's a stylist wasn't able to open up her salon. So she comes door to door and like we set up a chair in the front yard and everybody had masks on and we got haircuts outside. Awesome. So you know, like adapt in that way and innovate and find new ways to do things and new niches for you know services that didn't exist before and make the most of it yeah yeah
2: it's a good idea i mean yeah, i mean that's really yeah i cut my own hair that's why i have a man bun right now uh that's going over real well at work
0: yeah i bet it is <laughs> yeah yeah i just yeah, come to the side my, my wife threatened if i went <laughs> that direction that she was going to kick me out of the house so. <laughs> okay i just can't pull it off
1: so
2: <laughs> you can do you can do a ben franklin
0: yeah <laughs> that's, that's what i could do Nick, do you remember? Do you remember the scene from The Simpsons where Homer was showing off with his felt physique, and, and he's in his underwear in the bedroom with Mars And you go to the back, and it's yeah. all fat. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that—that's Bill's man bun—is his scalp just gathered up. <laughs> that's
2: gross. That is a fantastic visual, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we
2: have fun. We have. yeah.
0: Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Sorry, I'm I'm a little bit off because my uh, I, I don't know if any of your kids read these. Are Are you familiar with the uh, Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales graphic novels?
2: No, no.
0: So the guy who writes these, my my oldest son loves them. He's got like. I know stat.
2: the name Nathan Hale.
0: Well, so Nathan Hale, Nathan the, Hale elementary uh, school. I, I regret, but I I only have one life to give for my country. The guy who was caught spying in the American Revolution. <laughs> And I guess the, the guy who writes these is his descendant. Really? Yeah. And so there's a neat little backstory, but he takes these moments from U.S. history and he does this kind of, you know, the and they are, they're, they're you know, hazardous tales, I guess is, is what they, they go by. But my seven-year-old is sitting reading through one of these graphic novels. and God help me, I don't know why they did this. But this guy wrote one of these books about the Donner Party. Oh, and no. That was some real fun explaining to a seven-year-old what all this stuff was about.
2: That's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how did you explain that to a?
2: Uh, yeah, how did, Yeah, yeah. Can you tell how do you go us how you? about uh, explaining the
0: Donner Donner Party? Rich, well, talking about uh, yeah, uh, director uh, Richard Donner. He had me. He had me at cannibalism. I was like, you know what? Um, There's no good yeah, way to I'm explain good. this.
2: Here's yeah. a here's an album from Cannibal Corpse that'll. So you need to know.
1: He asked me and I told him what it
0: meant.
2: Oh, that's oh. good. That's, yeah, I like that. <laughs> you, older right. brother. That's good. Uh, you know what? Good for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good older brother. That's yep. right.
2: That's right. That's what older brothers are for.
0: So that that puts you in a little bit of a weird headspace when you have that conversation with your seven year old kid earlier in the day.
1: Yeah, that would. Uh... Yeah.
0: yeah, I could show the movie alive. Mind. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of a mountain range called the andes let me tell you about a soccer oh, team that's actually a perfect segue because he loves soccer so boom there we go you know yep. what melding the two worlds together we're gonna <laughs> talk about a soccer movie that's right yeah yeah hey buddy do you want to watch a soccer movie <laughs> <laughs> nope
2: featuring cannibals hmm. oh that's funny that's man freaking fantastic. Yeah.
1: Now we have buried the lead long enough, gentlemen. We need to talk about what our viewers, listeners, really want to hear about. That's right. Your thoughts on Kamala Harris?
2: You know what? Uh, she's the uh, in in the words of Maya Rudolph, she is the uh, she's the fun aunt. She's the funt of the of the political party. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a Saturday Night Live skit. She was like, "I'm the I'm the fun aunt." She's like, "I'm the kind of aunt that'll give you marijuana and then arrest you for having marijuana." <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I, I I was expecting that announcement today. So yeah,
2: I was, yeah, I was too. Somebody said it's
0: it. Not, not Somebody really surprised.
2: I did, I, did uh, I think, severely disturb someone today
0: <laughs> at
2: work because they were like, oh, Joe Biden announced, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden announced uh, that he's having Kamala Harris as his vice president. And I said, the chick from the celebrity apprentice? Or the apprentice? Oh. <laughs> and they were like, no. What's the, sl- what's the apprentice? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that there was somebody named that on the show, what but it's always name? been in my head. Her name was um...
0: Amoroso. Amorosa. Was that who right. that was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I always was, pictured her name as Kamala was actually, Harris. No, she was actually some sort of White House staffer mm-hmm. early in the, like right after the election. I don't know what exactly yeah. goal it was, but I don't I you ever mean, get, you ever get get the feeling so though saying, that the on, <laughs> do you ever do you ever get the feeling though that if they actually put a camera in a cabinet meeting right now in the current administration that it would look a lot like an episode of The Apprentice?
2: Oh, there has to be. They play that music as it walks in.
0: Right. That's what I mean. All, all the, yeah. you know, same 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 motif, same music, everything. That's what I would do from a marketing standpoint. I'm
1: assuming that they're all rap battles like in Hamilton.
2: I would like I would also like to think that, that
0: right. would be
2: Yeah amazing. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would I would really like that's how they settle all their debates. Yeah, with a rap yeah. battle. Yeah, with a rap battle. That's just how they work. Like the yeah, just like real life. mm mm-hmm. Just like uh, I'm the just one gonna drink go on but, am, I, am I the only one drinking alcohol? Probably. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a Tuesday. Whatever. That's why a drink. <laughs> I get it. And it's a full moon. I made it myself. So nice. Yeah, but the drink is a full
0: moon. You made. I was going to say you made the full moon yourself. Yeah, the Full I moon was actually that. last week. I've
2: been drinking a lot.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm. Uh,
1: my professional opinion is that uh, Kamala Harris was the wrong choice. Should have been Tulsi Gabbard. But whatever. That was the correct choice.
0: Should have been Nick. Should have been me. Mm, he's unelectable.
2: Nick 2020, but I've got certain, I've got priors.
0: Yeah, he's unelectable.
2: Did I ever tell you guys about the girl at work? Like one of the, we have like uh, these co-ops that we employ for uh, like from high school. High school students, sure. Yes, high school students that we employ and they were were receptionists. And for the longest time, this one kept asking me, this one kept asking me why I wasn't a teller or why I didn't go work at Branches or anything. And I was like, oh, well, there was an issue and I'm not allowed to be around money (laughs) within a certain distance. She believed me for like four months. <laughs> I was like, I I I'm not I'm technically I'm not really supposed to be a notary, but
0: Nick's <laughs> <laughs> punishment is he actually has to live outside the capitalist system. As punishment.
2: I like, I'm not i I'm not allowed to be within a certain distance of the vault. That's why I'm sitting where I'm
0: sitting, and <laughs> I have to go the
2: long way around. Oh, uh, you're making I'm this poor girl.
0: It's, it's like it's like a dog fence. There's an electric fence yeah, that's around yeah. the vault but
1: he's <laughs> actually it's on the outside, the outside of the electric shot. fence. <laughs> I
2: I have to have people walk me walk with me as I go by it just for dual control. <laughs> oh boy. I have, have, I have to have an escort, like if there's a bar a bar in an eating area in a in a restaurant and I'm not twenty one, I have to have an escort with me to go to the bar, you know. No? Nobody ever had to do that? Nope. Nope. Uh, Don't think so. <laughs> had a had a party at work once, uh, or went to uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, actually, of all places, in in Grand uh, in Grand Blanc, Bill. And, ah. uh, it took a we took a guy took a guy with us, and we were all sitting at the bar. <laughs> he got there late, and he was he was only nineteen, and the waitress had to come over, and she was holding his hand, and I was like, "What's oh, going on?" No. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I'm not allowed to be over here without a chaperone." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: poor guy.
2: Uh, yeah, that was funny. wow. That was real funny. Holding his hand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Now for the real stuff that we did a podcast about.
0: That's the longest. That's the longest cold open ever. Mm-hmm.
2: I want you guys to see that I've done something that I haven't. I specifically don't do for this podcast. He has notes. Not just notes. Holy I cow. A lot. Well, those are actually the other pages. Just movie ideas I've started to write down. Uh, and then so I took a lot of notes. Would you like to hear my movie ideas? Cause I've gotten a few new ones.
1: I feel like the only answer to that question is yes.
2: Okay. Have I told you about my horror movie? Which one?
0: Which one? The,
2: the movie about the family who moves into their dream home and then they, they think that it's haunted. They start like, uh, hearing things like in the middle of the night, like walking around, um, They start to think they see people like behind them in the mirror. You know the trope where you're like you brushing your teeth, you bend down to spit, you look back up, there's somebody standing behind you. You turn turn around and there's nobody there. Yeah, yeah. It's all that stuff, you know, the typical tropes of that. But what it actually turns out is that there's a room in this house that was sealed, that was kind of like sealed up by the previous owners, and uh, they were taking care of their uh, elderly father who had dementia, and uh, he, they leave him there because they just can't, they, they were obviously not very good to him. So they leave him behind. They sell the house. Nobody knows about it, but he's actually gotten out and all these things that are happening are actually just him walking around and you know, <laughs> being in the house. Um, that's my idea for a horror movie. Um, so they think that it's haunted, it's, but not really. His
0: horror movie is basically Home Alone, Grandpa edition. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah. And, and he's super confused because he's like, who are these people and why are they in my house? But he, but because he has dementia, like, he's, like, hallucinating, and so he's like, oh, it must be hallucinations, so he doesn't pay him really any mind, and, uh, you know, they bring in, like, a ghost investigation team and that sort of stuff, and they get all these EVPs, and then it,
0: and then it turns out to all be uh, fake. Uh, Wait, they,
2: that,
0: they get a bunch of executive vice presidents?
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. Useless. And that, we all know that that's where things get complicated.
0: Uh, off Space, the horror edition.
2: Uh, I told you guys about my TV show, right? About the TV judge, the guy who becomes, he's, like, top of his law, he's, like, top of his class in law school. He's, like, on track to be, like, the most successful person, you know? You know, like, you know, he's going to do great things, but through, like, a cavalcade of errors, and, the, like, you see, like, he becomes a TV judge, like a Judge Judy but like... All he wants is for someone to take him seriously, so his manager gets him, like, this high-profile, uh, this high-profile, um, like, murder case for this mafia guy. It's going to be, like, the first case ever, actual case tried on, like, live on network television on primetime. Uh, that's, uh, that's my idea for that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I, I have an idea. I haven't fleshed this part out yet, but there's two movies, uh, two movies that are the same movie. But shot from different perspectives. One shot from the hero's perspective and one shot from, shot from uh, the villain's fun. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And like you could, and it'd be like Netflix. You know, you could pick which one you want to watch and each one brings you to a different conclusion. Like you're like, like in the first one you're like, oh yeah, the good guy won. You know, this is awesome. But then you watch the second one and you're like, oh no, maybe I was wrong. Fun. Did you watch the villains. Did you ever watch Bandersnatch from Black Mirror? No. No?
1: Black no. Mirror did a choose your own adventure on Netflix. Oh, interesting. Had like six or eight different endings. Yeah, it was really good.
2: Hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I think we've talked about this one. My my musician who can't catch a break. Uh, can't catch a break. He's a really good musician, but he just, he can never get that locked down, that record deal. One day he's outside, it's real sunny, so he puts on some sunglasses, starts playing on the streets. Everybody starts thinking that he's this amazing blind guitar player. And he's got a really, <laughs> he gains all this notoriety and like. He has to play it up like he's like, yeah, and he goes and, like, buys a dog from the shelter to be, like, a seeing eye dog, and it's just terrible, and, you know, eventually, obviously, the ruse is, uh, the ruse is given up. You know, Uh, uh,
1: speaking of a seeing eye dog, I was talking with a guy at work the other day, and he was telling me he was driving by this, um, like, the school for seeing eye dogs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's called, but it was a school where they train these seeing eye dogs. And,
2: mm-hmm. My um, mother in law belongs to that school, <laughs> and so oh, he saw there was a
1: guy with a seeing eye dog standing at the um, at the streetlight waiting to cross the street. And uh, this guy, he was he was sitting at the stoplight, and he looked over, and the guy like had the dog up and like was swinging him around his head, it, like just whipping the dog around. And he rolled his yeah. window down. and He's like, "Buddy, what are you doing?" And the guy's like, "I'm just having a look around."
2: <laughs> oh. Wow! You know, you know why blind people don't go skydiving? <laughs> why is that? Because it scares the hell out of their dog. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Those are. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I'm glad we worked those in. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then have, I wrote. A, I wrote, finally. Fleshed out a plot for Happy Gilmore 2, but that's neither here nor there. We've heard that the miniature golf yeah, 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 yeah. It turns out that so yeah. his so uh, the plot for Happy Gilmore two, I finally, I think I finally narrowed it down to a right one. So Happy owns the, he's now retired from the PGA Tour, he owns the Happy Place uh, putt putt course, but you know it's fallen into fallen into shambles because you know people aren't really putt putting. A long time it coasted on his name, but so the landowner is going to take back the property from him. Um, unless he can buy it out in full, you know, because he was renting the property, the, mm-hmm. the land. Uh, landowner turns out to be Shooter McGavin. Um, sees a, uh, sees a, a chance to redeem himself for his terrible loss, uh, you know, to, to Happy Gilmore, his upset. Um, and decides that one last time they will play 18 holes on the putt-putt course. Winner takes all. Winner gets the land. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And it shows, like, there's a montage of him, like, fixing up the course, doing new holes. Mm-hmm. There's an alligator that you've got to put your ball through. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> gotta, yeah. There's
1: got to be a windmill. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It's great. And, that, and that's all I've done.
1: It's a sequel that actually deserves to be made.
2: Damn right it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I would go see that one.
2: Yeah, and that <clears throat> is all a Bill Heron. Uh, that's, that's a Bill Heron idea that I just took the ball and ran with.
0: As long as I get some co-writing credit. You will. Hey. Uh, Hold out for executive producer.
2: We can do that, too.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. Both. Yeah, Yeah. we can do that.
0: And then Disney can charge uh, $29.99 to watch it on. Oh, that's absurd, isn't it? See, I I saw that thread. I don't think it's absurd. Because think about it. If you were going to go to the theater and buy two tickets to see the movie once, I'm thinking here Chicago suburbs prices, You're going to be close to that. It's, yep. it's going to be twelve bucks a ticket. So you're you're looking at twenty four to twenty six dollars a ticket, um, to go watch it once. If you do this VOD thing, you yes, you get it on the smaller screen, but you get to watch it, you know, presumably as many times as you want over the forty eight hours or twenty four hours or whatever they're going to. List. I don't think it's that far off the mark. And my wife actually came up with the best idea ever. She said, why don't the movie theaters open back up and do curbside delivery of movie theater popcorn? And that's a damn good idea. Our movie theater
1: is actually. Really? Are they, are, are yeah, they doing NCG it consistently?
0: Hmm? Are they
2: doing it consistently?
0: Oh, I don't know. It might only
2: be, I don't know that. They, I just, the, the rave cinema by my, my work was, uh, uh, did it for like a day or two. And it worked, it worked out really well. I used to just go in there and buy popcorn all the time, just stop in there, and get, hey, I need a popcorn go back to work, eat it at my desk. <laughs> not, like, not they'd not be like, did you go to the, the movies, movies on
0: lunch? No, I just got the popcorn. Either. He walks in with a giant tub of full course Of course he does. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you're, if you're going, you're getting the large. Getting... That's,
1: where that's where your money is worth. It's, it's... Yeah, exactly. Give me the, the
2: commemorative one. cup and uh, and a large popcorn.
1: <laughs> a commemorative cup that holds a gallon of cherry yeah. Coke.
2: And then I I do. I literally, I would walk into work, I'd put it in my bottom drawer, I'd shut it, and every once a while, I'd pull it out. One day, my supervisor walked by. She's like, "Is that movie theater popcorn?" Yeah. You <laughs> Where'd some? you get it? The movie theater. Where else did you get it? You want? Yeah. Well,
1: you want some? No. And here's the, here's the problem I have with that is, is one I'm watching it on my little TV at home. Um. Well, okay. so that, that's the major downside. Um. I also, I mean, you go to the movies and it's a, it's an experience. Um. The other thing for me is that since it's done through, like specifically Mulan.
0: Well, okay, hold
2: on. I am holding my question till the end.
0: Specifically, <laughs> was... since this is for Mulan, <laughs> anyone, anyone, does anyone have any questions?
1: Anyone? <laughs> the um, you only get to keep it as long as you that you are going to be able to keep it in perpetuity, but as long you have to still subscribe to Disney Plus. Um, that's the one where it's like, oh, I don't like that because it's you are you are essentially buying an add on to an app that if you ever delete the app, it's gone.
0: Um, but but you've still seen it
1: well now sell it to me for 30 bucks through iTunes okay you know then I can kind of keep it no matter what but you know this was part of the reason why I had a problem when they put the Invisible Man out because I wanted to watch it Um, but they wanted $20 to rent it for like 3 days and then you were going to have to buy it again later It's like that makes no sense at all just wait and rent it for $5 right or buy it for 20 and keep it forever and never watch it again
0: i okay. i still haven't watched it yet but didn't they do that I, I don't remember what apple paid but when when apple got the tom hanks movie greyhound that's mm-hmm. they just added that to their streaming service correct right? yeah yeah about the buses yes he's a bus yeah. driver about the buses mm-hmm.
2: okay. the guy who made the buses and revolutionized the travel industry yep yep okay.
0: that would be okay. it it's, it's like Speed, except not an action movie. It mm-hmm. just follows Tom Hanks as he drives a bus around Lower Manhattan. I,
2: th- I like to think it was really just like him fleshing out the idea for the bus. Like, we're going to have this huge car that holds a ridiculous amount of people. And people are like, whoa, man, you can't do that. And he's like, watch me. <laughs> yes. It, uh, I don't even know what to say to that, but.
1: No, the because it was a Sony movie, Greyhound, and they were going. And then Apple, when this whole thing went, Apple just bought it and threw it on Apple TV Plus. And if you're going to subscribe to
0: Apple TV Plus, watch for all mankind while you're there. Oh. Yeah, I have to do that. I think I, I got either a one or two year subscription to it when I bought my MacBook. You get a year, year. Any any new product you buy, they give you a year. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. so yep. always year. year. I can't remember what it was. So I got I got to make the most of that. Yeah, me too. They've also
2: got Wish... Or no, Ghost Rider on there. Gotta watch that. Not Ghost Rider. The Marvel series, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. The kids PBS show that used to be on when I was a child.
1: Well, Fantastic. they got that going for you.
2: Yeah, so they got that going They've,
1: for you. Uh, they redid um, Amazing Stories.
2: On nice. Apple TV yeah,
1: they Plus. did, didn't they? Yeah. I watched one of them. It was okay. I loved Amazing
2: Stories. I did too. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. It's
1: good stuff. Nick, you wanted to uh, do some tin hat stuff. Aliens and flying saucers.
2: Nessie
0: in the new world order. Area fifty-one in the moonland.
2: Bigfoot and the Illuminati.
1: Welcome to the Tin Hat Society.
2: Put on your hats; it helps block the government from reading your thoughts. I know. I yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Not yeah, yeah, we that, that. yeah. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. So I. Uh, who listens to this? Nobody from work listens to this. chain. doesn't work with me anymore. So I've been very
0: bored at work. Uh, (laughs) uh, Because I've been... I like uh, the process that had to be put into place for him to get there.
2: uh, Because I'm at an office that uh, they promised me was very busy uh, and really needed help. (laughs) Yeah. They're not busy. Uh, so I have a lot of what I like to call free time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I have, um, I have been utilizing said free time by going down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day. And I heard, and I sent these to you guys. I don't know if you'll end up watching them or not. Uh, I heard two of the best and most educated tin hat interviews that I've ever heard. I think in my whole time of listening to Paranormal um, you know, extraterrestrial, um, just out there type of stuff. Um, and one was from an actual interview from the show coast to coast AM, um, which is a fantastic show. If you're ever up at 3 AM and want to listen to something on the radio, uh, <laughs> you could do that. Um, and the other one was an interview from the guy who does host coast to coast AM. Um, but it was on the interview platform Gaia, which is like, a an external learning platform, kind of, you know, like a continued education <laughs> specialty type thing that you can subscribe to. Um, the one on Gaio is really interesting because it was about this guy. He's a physicist, um, and he believes that there is a hole in the in uh, uh, under the ice of the North Pole that leads to the center of the Earth. Um, the center of the Earth actually like Jules Verne, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Sure, you know lush lands,
1: um, oceans, all all
2: that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he's a physicist, so I mean, he was he was very well spoken. He had he had a a lot of interesting ideas. His his main theory is that actually Earth is made up of two planets together. Like so, the Earth. Most people, when you they're like, "Oh, the Earth is hollow," you're like, "Oh God, here we go, lizard people and all this." (laughs) Sure. but his theory is actually that the earth is made up of two planets, um, the outer planet and then inner planet. And that's where the center of the earth, you know, the lush green lands and the other ecosystem is.
0: So this, Um, the earth is essentially a giant Russian nesting doll.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and, and he, he, um, I forget which planet he said, but he said, you know, we, there's there, there, you know, we have planets that are made of two other planets and that sort of thing. We've Mm -hmm. observed these Mm -hmm. things. Um, and uh, his theory all centers around the Northwest Passage and how the current climate change and all that stuff has kind of melted um, and opened up this, this entryway into the Northwest Passage. And scientists have... Uh, they were studying stingrays, and they found all of these stingray species, all these species of fish and stingrays that were presumed to be extinct, like for like hundreds of thousands of years were extinct, like they were extinct. And, um, you know, obviously... You know, it, it's you know, theorized that they were trapped in the ice, you know, on the ice or the other side of the ice, and couldn't you know get around or whatever. When it melted, it created this passage, and they were able to migrate. Um, but so his theory is that they could be coming from this other ecosystem where they were, um, you know, and have migrated out. Um, and he's devoted a lot of time and money uh, to like an expedition. He's you know, he's renting an icebreaker um to sail to the North Pole um to try and see what he can see. And he expects to see he does he said he doesn't expect to see like a hole, like, you know, because you think like that. Yeah, because that would hole just hole. be stupid. Yeah, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know, but he 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 gets into some real scientific stuff that I would not do justice at all. But like, you know, one of the questions that the guy asked was a question that anybody would have, you know, um where does the water go, right? Because if you think about it, if there's a hole in the earth, sure, you know, the the water kind of goes in, and wouldn't it all be gone eventually? Um, but he has some theories about gravity and, you know, different gravities, and the, each layer has its own, or each planet has its own, the outer crust, the inner the inner planet. Um, and something about, you know, it just kind of, you would sail, essentially, you'd be sailing, and you wouldn't even know that you were actually going into this other, to the inside of the Earth. You know, you would just be sailing and sailing and sailing, and then you, you wouldn't know that you were going into a hole or going, you know, down. Um, and all of a sudden you'd just be there. Um, and uh the main part of his theory was was um from the reports of a guy um, named Admiral Byrd. Yeah. Admiral um,
0: Richard Byrd.
2: Yes, Richard Byrd. Um who, you know, was flying um, you know, was flying in that area, um, and basically he looked down and saw lush green lands where there shouldn't be any, you know, and, and the story goes, um, that he, you know, saw those and quickly turned around and, you know, flew back, um, but reported what he saw and he was sworn to secrecy by the, by the, you know, United States and blah, blah, blah. Um, also apparently, um, I didn't know this and I, I could be, I'm paraphrasing, I could be wrong, but apparently um, cause they were like, you know, wouldn't we be able to see a hole with all the satellites and stuff that we sure. have? Wouldn't we be able to see this? Um, and apparently there's a treaty, Jeremy, Jeremy probably knows more about this than I do, but apparently there's a treaty that was signed, um, that says anything above the 60th parallel, we can't, uh, share images of, uh, during wartime or something like that. So b- pretty much everything that we, we know, uh, like, or any images we have above the 60th parallel are like computer generated. Um, hmm. and so that's that's another part of his theory. That's interesting. Are you going to bed? Yeah. um money? Um, I, I, I gotta look it up, but but that's essentially that. I mean, that's his whole theory. And he it sounds like he's gonna do an expedition and he's gonna try and do it. Um, and of course, he's gonna you know, he's selling it as a documentary as well, but um, you know, really to recoup his money because it's so expensive, sure. Um, and um. So that was that theory, and I was and I was like honestly, I was blown away. That it was the best. I'm not a huge, you know, the Earth is hollow type of person, but that was like the most well spoken, um, you know, he was
0: most well
2: spoken. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really believable. Um, the second one was about a guy who was a retired Air Force officer, um, and he basically he was a big big uh UFOologist or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um and he was talking about all these documents that he'd read while he was in the Air Force. Like basically he had this crazy high clearance that he could read all these um these documents and stuff like that. And he said the first one he ever got was he was on some sort of boring, you know, um like overnight, you know, monitoring of you know, some you know, like radar or something like that. And he was like kind of nodding off and he said his superior was like Threw something on his uh, in front of him, slapped it down on the table. And was like, "Read this. This will keep you up." And it was about, um, it was about a um, UFO attack. Not really attack, but it was a UFO event that almost caused World War III. He said in uh, Paris, um, and it was about you know, and the, and it's documented. I forget which one it was, but um, you know, there there was it was a flyover in um, of un, of unidentified objects in Europe uh, where they shouldn't have been and they thought that it was Russia and Russia thought it was um you know so they they were you know they thought it was Russia so they immediately they thought that it was you know hostile stuff like that um and um but then he started going into all these other things like he's you know they have like you know these like the government knows about these um structures or whatever where the, um, where the aliens actually are, and they know of all these, like, there's four different, um, four different, um, uh, species that they know of, um, but he said he said something that was very interesting, he said, because they, you know, he kept asking, like, why is the, the host kept asking, why are they here, why, why do they, you know, continue to, like, show up and monitor us and things like that, and he said, well, one of the the theories is that the, the 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 species that monitors us has a vested interest in us because we're like they're the missing the missing link between um you know b- between our evolution you know um, we are their missing link uh no the, like they they helped evolve us okay um you know they they helped evolve us and so they have like this we're kind of like this uh experiment for that. Yeah, I was gonna say pet project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bas- yeah, basically. And and like we so we are um yeah, so they're monitoring us basically, but there's these other you know, these other species that are um not necessarily like violent, but they they're they're basically not as vested in us as they are. So one serves as a protector, and like they're the ones that are like integrated into these. They have these bases in our, in our society, like some in Africa, some in the, you know, all, all these other places that the government knows about and the government's met them. Um, and uh, he actually said there was that there was a story of uh, was it Reagan that met uh, aliens in the desert or something like that? I forget what it is. I've heard of it. Basically, you know that scene in Men in Black? Where uh, in the Men in Black movie where they're like, Tommy Lee Jones was in the, met that alien in the desert and brought her flowers or whatever. It was, uh, it was that. And so he's like, that, that really happened. You know, I've seen video of it. Um, You know, they, they actually filmed it. Um, You know, that's real. Um, And the other thing, this is where it got a little weird. (laughs) 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 Which is funny for me to say. Um, but he was like, he was talking about, you remember when Alien, the alien autopsy came out? You guys remember that, don't you? Fact or fiction, right? Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, that's, you know, that's that's real, right? This was a real thing. They put it out, and it was real for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, everybody was like, oh, it's fake. Yeah. You know, this is fake. You know, oh, there's this or that or this or that. Well, he's, he says that that is actually a real video, but that they, they kind of put out there to see... The what interest. people's reactions would be yeah you know um but when they saw the actual reaction of people that they were like well okay now we need to get out there that the, you know oh no no this is we can debunk this and that and this and that um it was kind of like a test because they know that people freak out if there's aliens essentially is what the guys saying. Hmm. it was very it was very interesting hmm. He also worked for FEMA, which was a little, it was interesting. He had an interesting t- tidbit about the government has a, he says, again, I have no basis for this information. This is all one person says, but he said the government has a policy that if, uh, if someone was to fire nukes at us and, uh, we were aware of it and could not intercept them, that we would not tell the point of impact that they were going to get nuked. Oh yeah. I could totally see that yeah. being true. Yeah. Yeah, and that was and that was really interesting. He was like, "We had like, he was like, we had meeting upon meeting upon meeting of this, and it's like, so if New York was going to get hit with nukes, and there was no telling, way they could stop it, and there was no way they could stop it, there's they're they're not telling New York. It's basically just like we'll clean up the aftermath.
1: Well, because you you figured you're going to have twelve minutes,
2: and that, yeah, and that's exactly what he said. He's like, all you're going to do is you're going to have people trying to flee the city, chaos." And they're going to jam up the, you know, the, all the, the roadways and stuff like that. And he's like, it's crappy, but that's what they'll do. That's yeah. not enough
0: time to get out anyway. Yeah. It was yeah, really interesting. They would take their car in 12 minutes.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like that, and, like, there was little things like that that, like, solidified for me, like, that the guy wasn't a crazy person. You know what I mean? Um, it's, uh, they're two really good interviews. I recommend everybody watch them. If you have a second. that's how I spent my uh, work day the last few days. (laughs) There you go. Well, good. Yeah, I don't know what got me down that rabbit hole, but it was really good. And I mean, like, I was, like, enthralled by these videos of these people talking. It was um, was very cool. Well, and I don't know
1: that we ever touched on it, but, I mean, there was that UFO video that was released during quarantine that just Nobody even paid any attention.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like, but it's like stuff like that, that especially now where it's like everybody can fake anything. And mm-hmm. there's the doubt. There's always going to be the doubt, you know. Um, but I, I do. I think, I think that, that sometimes they could release something just to see what the public's opinion of it would be. And then like, oh, yeah, that's clearly fake. You never know.
1: Well, I mean, it's like the Navy released that one earlier this year. Like, yeah. yeah, here's this unidentified flying object. We're not sure what it is. Here's the video.
2: Yeah, well, and it's like, I mean, people, you know, we hear unidentified flying objects, we think aliens, but really, it's just what it is. It's an unidentified flying object. Mm-hmm. We don't know yeah. what. We don't know what it is. You know, a lot of unidentified flying objects just turned out to be military craft mm-hmm. that we don't know about yet. You know what I mean? That somebody happened to capture on tape. Um, oh yeah, yeah.
1: We were talking about this the other day because the um, the air zoo. In um, Portage, Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. Michigan, they're getting a a stealth fighter. An F one seventeen. Uh, yes, it's not one of the A's. It's the, the one of the B's, I guess. Like the only B that's around or whatever. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're getting they're getting one for their collection. It just needs to be restored, and so they're fundraising for it. Um, you know, I'm sure that a triangle looking aircraft shaped like that, when they were doing test flights for it, was mistaken by many to be something that it's not
0: yeah oh definitely well, that, i mean that was actually the example that i was thinking about is when they develop those things i mean they're doing it out in the nevada desert that's yep. where all <laughs> of the lockheed skunk works puts all that stuff out there and yeah the, it's kept under really really tight security and the designs that design was radically different than anything anybody had ever seen before so sure, sure you can keep it under secrecy as much as you want but sooner or later somebody's gonna see it yep. air from a distance and Holy crap, what's this? Well, yeah, and funny. they have and the
2: easy and the easiest thing to, to to go with is you know, when somebody's like, Oh, yeah, this is a UFO, sure, you know, when you know, instead of like, Hey, no, that's a new military plane, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? They're not going to do that
1: when they have what's probably my when I was a kid. Uh, so that one of the other planes that they have on display is an SR 71 Blackbird,
0: mm-hmm. which I
1: mean, let me tell you, growing up as a kid, that thing was like that was a cool plane, but go back to the 60s when they were probably testing that puppy. Again, totally different from anything that's around. I'm sure some people thought it was something it's not. And so I think a lot of what we see as unidentified is just military tested stuff out.
2: Yeah, it's all all new technology and new stuff Mm -hmm. that's being tested. I think, yeah, I think, you know, nine times out of ten, I think you're right. I think there's that one time that it might not be, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that aliens
2: aren't out there, but. Oh, no. We all watch the X-Files here. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, I yeah, I mean, but it, you know that that was two very compelling videos. I mean, these people were very well spoken. A lot of times when you get the, you know, the the UFO people or the you know the Earth's hollow people, like I said, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was a, this the the first guy was a, was an astrophysicist. I mean, you know, it was it was interesting. His I well, think his I, like,
0: I I think it's funny that 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 hollow Earth theory is not all that different than the entire. Driving theory behind the MonsterVerse movies,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, new. It's, it's it's Godzilla it's so and new. Kong and everything else is coming out of this these yeah. caverns in the ground that they use on yeah. you know in this biosphere that they can move from point to point. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's well, not the all. Guy, the 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 other thing that that solidified that guy for me is his uncle, or his like great. It was his great grandfather or something like that discovered something about the polarity at the, something about at the polarity in like Antarctica or something like that. Um, so like, he was like a legitimate, like, you know, I mean, it wasn't just some kook off the street. It was like, Hey, you know, no, this is my, my, you know, you know, my family's been doing research like this and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that for years and, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, it was interesting. It was interesting. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, yeah, it's really great. It's really, really great. That's all I got, really.
1: Oh, so you just want to talk about those two?
2: Pretty those much. Two I mean, I, 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 um, I mean, I went down that rabbit hole and I saw that stuff, and you know, after a certain while, it just kind of repeats. But those were the two most compelling things that I've ever heard. Um. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was telling somebody at work the other day about the uh,
1: Denver airport. Oh, God, I love the Denver Airport Conspiracy.
0: I I I just talked about it before, but. All right, give me the highlights because I don't know that one. Did you
2: you guys watch Space Force?
0: I have not watched. I've watched the first episode.
2: Bring up the Denver Airport Conspiracy on Space Force. One of the guys is like, How about that Denver Airport, huh? That's crazy. (laughs) Give him the highlights. I never caught that. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
1: Hold on let me see if I can get a list because it's um, my gosh, the Denver airport is just
0: a mess. Oh, it's a, it's a mess. I've, I've been there before. It's the Denver oh, airport. You've been there. The, the Denver airport is bizarre because of where it is. It's like 40 minutes outside of the city because yep. this is a big open stretch of land. It's and it's so giant... weird that if you look out the windows to one side of the Denver airport, you can see the Rocky mountains. If you look out the other side, it looks like you're looking at Kansas. Yeah. It's just flat.
1: Um so let's see here. So one hold on.
2: So have you told them anything about the Denver report? No, I was just <laughs> I was so the just... thing that's most compelling to me about the Denver report, and it's the first thing the first thing I always lead off with is that so the the, the amount of dirt that they displaced for the for the yeah. airport itself when they were building it. It was like a ridiculous amount of dirt. It was like, I think they said like five times the amount of dirt that they should have had to displace.
1: Yeah, if not more.
2: Yeah, um, to build this airport. So the, the basis of the theory about the Denver airport is the Denver airport was built to um, built above catacombs that the New World Order would use uh, to basically run the world. In the event, in the event, of, event of nuclear war. A, yeah, in the event of nuclear war or even using it now um, you know, as as you know, they pull the strings for society now.
1: Um. So here's one. Um, talking about the murals at the Denver Airport. Oh. Uh, so here, just, I'm just going to read this. It's from the Denver Post, but uh, the airport's 40 piece public art collection. Uh, most notably, it's 28 foot wide, 28 foot wide murals. Um. Gargoyle sculptures near the east are clues to a sinister influence at the airport, alternately credited as Illuminati, Freemasons, New World Order. Uh, So the histories, like most DIA conspiracy theories, this one roughly parallels the rise of the Internet. Uh, They point to Nazi or fascist imagery in the murals, the ominous, Mm -hmm. seemingly random nature of the gargoyles, and the fact that a portion of the 32-foot, 9,000-pound Mustang sculpture which yep. features glowing red eyes. I've seen that. I was just going to mention that. Uh, it's interpreted as a reference to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And apparently or that thing
0: fell be, or, on. Or and, it could also reference the fact that that's their NFL team's mascot. Uh,
2: well, why glowing red eyes?
0: Nick, did you know? Now I don't know, and that is creepy as hell, because I've seen <laughs> that at night and it scared the crap out of me when I was on my way to the airport.
1: Nick, did so. you know that part of that 32-foot horse sculpture fell on and killed its creator, Luis Jimenez. Yes. Well, that sounds terrible. Yes.
2: It wasn't the penis, was it?
1: I don't I don't know it doesn't <laughs> say. It it probably was. It would say if it wasn't the penis.
2: Yeah, you would, you would think that they would
1: explicitly <laughs> it, it would that say out. if
0: it wasn't. If it doesn't say anything, then you obviously You assume that it was, The yeah, penis that, that fell yeah, on. That, it says yeah, the
1: it red crazy. eyes in the Mustang sculpture are an homage to the artist's father who worked with neon signs. I doubt that.
0: That's a pretty lame excuse. I'm not even a conspiracy theory person, and that's a lame excuse.
1: Is your underground bunkers. The contractors who originally like worked in the armed airport.
0: Guards? What?
2: Isn't there, like, heavily armed guards, like with machine guns and yeah, stuff yeah, I'm like sure that? we'll get
1: there. Uh, contractors mm-hmm. who originally worked in the airport went over budget and opened 16 months behind schedule, reportedly saw evidence of bunker entrances and unexplained tunnels. A multimillion-dollar automated baggage system failed to work as designs Fueling doubts about the intent and scale of the construction, an alien drawing has appeared on the walls. And blurry footage of lizard people uh, has appeared on conspiracy
2: websites. What lizard people? Apparently, I'm looking it up.
1: Um, Nazi runways remote theory. DA's location. Okay. Oh yeah. So here's another theory: is that the airport's location, approximately 25 miles from downtown Denver. Uh, has swastika shaped runway configuration and various barely concealed symbolisms of Nazism or fascism hint at any number of th- if plots. Um, All right, wait a minute. Close look at aerial photography of the supposedly swastika shaped runways reveals a lumpy, misshapen, and largely interpretive swastika, it says. Ooh. The rotating fan-shaped design allows for optimal takeoff and against the wind from different directions.
2: Hmm.
1: Additionally, a 90-mile-long tunnel from the remote location to NORAD seems highly unlikely, but
2: possible. This isn't a very good article. Moving on. This is really crazy. It gets crazier every time that I look into it.
1: The Denver Airport? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like yeah every time
1: it's um built by the New World Order doesn't help that the airport's dedication marker credits an organization called the New World Airport Commission for building it. ooh. Uh, this may seem like a coincidence, but it was discovered that such an organization doesn't exist according to the airport's website itself. See? Did you hear that, Jeremy? I did. This
2: is uh, weird. So see every time every, every time we look at this time, stupid thing. It gets weirder. We've been talking about this for years. The blue Mustang,
1: also known as Blucifer. Hey the Cubs Ooh, um it's not a name you want nope for one people point to the statue's glowing red eyes artists once said that it was oh see now here it says that it's to honor the wild spirit of the american west
2: see it's just it's a load of bs
0: Mm -hmm. okay this is my big takeaway from this episode i gotta I gotta read some stuff up on this because one of the people that I used to work with, uh, she used to work at DIA, so I gotta ask her and see if She's she not gonna knows tell you any... the truth. Probably not. Then she'll something. probably have send someone to kill
1: me. Probably. In addition to being built by some Nazi New World Order, rumors abound that many unmarked buildings and underground areas on are the airport's property. Um, this theory may have stemmed from a time capsule being buried on the property, which bears the symbols from the Freemasons, who are linked to the Illuminati.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, One of the reasons uh, the airport was more expensive than originally projected, so how how was the airport completed? Conspiracy theorists point to Illuminati money, which some believe was used to finish the construction in exchange for the secret society using the property. According to the DIA website, rumors say that the first few buildings on the property were not built properly, but instead of demolishing them, the airport simply buried them and built more buildings on top.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that
1: makes a lot of sense, right? Because, you know, you want a nice stable ground to build from. So, yeah, just build
2: over this hollow building. That's right. Just build over it. There's nothing weird It's fine there. that your lizard people work there. Yeah, the, this is where, yeah. This is going to be, uh, something's going to come out about this eventually, I think. it's.
1: Oh, yeah, there's too some, much
2: funkiness going on there. This is just, it, it gets, again, weirder and weirder every time that we talk about it. Yeah. Like it, it, I don't know. It's just odd. Okay, yeah, you got to dip into this conspiracy theory.
1: Ah, uh, here's this. Uh, It'll more about the paintings, and it says although we this or the the writer said, though we can admit the murals are pretty terrifying to look at, despite their hopeful messages. What other people are fixated on uh, the random gargoyle statues that seem to watch over the airport. Well, yeah. Many of the gargoyles are placed at the baggage claim to protect a travelers luggage. Yeah.
2: It's just so places nuts. It is. Hey, look at it's that like thing every you know, it's it's every yep. single time. <laughs> That's so crazy. It's the horse for everybody listening. Yeah, it's nuts. That is nuts. It's it's just so odd. It's, I don't know. Oh, apparently there
1: was a 2010 episode of Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. that. Uh, it's Jesse Lapati Ventura. Let me tell you something, Vince McMahon. <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> Here's a fun article. Where is this on? This I'm, on, I'm uh,
2: here to talk about the NWO, and I'm not talking about... <laughs>
1: This is on Thrillist. I'm talking about Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash. Thrillist.com published on Halloween 2017. There's a. Looks like a fairly. Uh, it's a lot of. Yeah, it's, it seems to be fairly encompassing on the Denver reports. Jeremy, if you were going to start, Thrillist.com. Okay.
0: But don't read it at normally, night. Normally these are a little out there. This one's actually got me intrigued.
2: I'm telling you, every once in a while, like you, you find like someone you're like, ugh, this is ridiculous. But then every once in a while you find one you're like, oh, there might be something to that. I don't know. I don't know.
1: So they're talking about the bomb the bomb shelters and, and catacombs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... Ju-ju-ju. Who's this guy talking with? He's talking with the CEO and principal in charge of design for the architecture firm that built it, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I ask... Oh, crap, hold on, I just lost it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, I ask him bluntly if there are any underground tunnels or secret bomb shelters, and I receive an astonishing reply, quote, Well, I really can't speak to it. I'm sworn to secrecy. He either has a dry sense of humor, or he's not kidding. Even a little bit unprompted, this guy goes further. Quote, I understand that they're going to be creating a tour of some of the underground facilities in the future at DIA. I just heard that last week. Uh, He then makes an unexpected comparison. Quote, when you go to Moscow, you can go down in the area where they were poised to launch a missile strike against America, and they have this big underground bomb shelter about 100 feet down in the ground. Could be similar to that kind of thing with tours in the underground of DIA.
2: So do they build it? Like for a, I can see that they, yeah, they could build it for like a missile launch. Uh, finally,
1: uh, this guy hints that there could be more answers, but that we might have to wait until 2094. Quote, there's a time capsule there with a lot of interesting things in it, some plans, drawings from the
2: airport. I'm not going to make it that long. No, <laughs> definitely not. I don't even know if we'll, make, we'll all make it that long.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not going to make it half
2: that long. Oh. No. I mean, unless they develop that head-in-the-jar technology like on Futurama. <laughs> yeah, but that's oh, only Mars tech. Richard Nixon. Yeah. Yeah, it only works with Nixon. Robot Nixon. So there you go.
1: Denver Airport. Gets crazier. Time oh, you look into right. it. God, I love
2: the Denver Airport conspiracy.
1: Don't ever fly into Denver. Plus, why the hell is it 9,000 miles from Denver?
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, it's like an hour to
0: Denver from the airport.
2: Marijuana's <laughs> legal in Denver. So maybe, maybe somebody got if, high.
0: If you see where the land is, I, I actually get it, and I, I heard a, a little bit of non-conspiracy backstory that the reason it's out there is because the city of Denver got that land. Because, I mean, obviously, Denver's in the middle of the mountains. You can't yeah. just drop an airport someplace. But they Man. got that land, apparently, for dirt cheap.
2: <laughs> I like that you said dirt cheap. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense.
0: But um, shh. but seriously, folks. It does make um, sense, but this,
2: is, this has nothing to do with the Denver airport, but I see like a Freemason sign here that's in Braille. Do you think that the most frightening thing to read in Braille is this surface poisonous? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hazardous, do not touch.:
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. please oh, please shit. do not touch. Hazardous caution, hot surface. <laughs> And just right at the end. Smells <laughs> 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 <Sounds> good. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's making chicken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, gents. Uh, that puts us at about an hour here, so we should probably cut this one off. Yeah.
2: This is fun. It was, was good I stuff. Much I like to talk about conspiracy theory stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Every, every time I think, th- think about right? conspiracy theories, Bill, I don't know if you saw it. I reposted something on Facebook a little while ago. Um, it was a, regarding somebody reacting to all of the COVID-related conspiracy theories. Oh, and gosh. it somebody had, had reposted a tweet that said, uh, obvi- obvi- it's obvious to me that all conspiracy, or no conspiracy theorists anywhere have ever been project managers. Their optimism is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those that I kind of stopped in the middle and said, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah when you think about it the sheer the the i mean stepping stepping back for a second the the sheer scope of what would have to ha- have to happen to contain a conspiracy just doesn't seem like it could
0: happen i see like the idea of building a bunker underneath or a bunker network underneath a a major international airport i buy that that's a military project sure. That's not a conspiracy. Like, that's just you, everybody who's working there has to sign non disclosure agreements, and you can do this. Some of the other stuff takes it to the next level. But, but, yeah, some of the bigger, broader stuff is just difficult to think about because people aren't historically very good at keeping secrets.
1: No, but uh, let's try not to forget that H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes had a uh, death bunker built in, in his house death back in the no. Chicago that's- World's Fair, and nobody knew about it.
0: But that's one guy
1: who killed everybody that did work for him. Right. COVID.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Freaking me out.
2: (laughs) Look, it could happen. It can can happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. So.
1: All right. uh, Let's put a fork in this puppy. Uh, Next week on the podcast, we do our review of. Uh, the movie Mars Attacks. Yes,
2: yeah, so the lovely movie Mars Attacks. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, tell everybody goodbye,
2: guys. Goodbye, everybody. everybody. Bye.
0: But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby.
1: This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast. Brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at pillowpodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk!